0: From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is Battleground Ballot Box. I'm Stephen Fowler.
1: I've lost my name and I've lost my reputation. I've lost my sense of security. All because a group of people starting with number 45 and his ally, Rudy Giuliani, decided to scapegoat me and my daughter Shay to push their own lies about how the presidential election was stolen. I felt horrible. I felt
2: like it was all my fault.
0: January 6th was a dark day in American politics as thousands of pro-Trump supporters descended upon the U.S. Capitol and some of them violently entered the building. Now, a bipartisan U.S. House committee that has been investigating the Capitol insurrection attempt and is holding public hearings will tell the American public what they've found. Georgia has played a prominent role in the committee's findings so far, from Trump's infamous call to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger.
3: So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780
1: votes which is one more than we have,
0: because we won the state. To death threats against election workers.
3: A 20-something tech in Gwinnett County today has death threats and a noose put out saying he should be hung for treason because he was transferring a report on batches from an EMS to a county computer so he could read it. It has to stop.
0: This week, we look at Georgia's role in understanding January 6th. Of votes. It wasn't close. The ballots were counted three times in Georgia, including once by hand, and Donald Trump did not win the 2020 election here. Despite that, he refused to accept the outcome in Georgia and other swing states. Despite that, he also accelerated a chain of events that culminated in his most fervent supporters launching an attack on the very heart of government, even before the first votes were cast, Trump publicly cast out on mail and absentee ballots and refused to accept defeat as a possibility. But after the votes were counted, the pressure was on. In Georgia and other states, Trump and his allies called lawmakers repeatedly, publicly and privately, asking them to take steps to overturn the election. Here's Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers speaking at a June 21st hearing of the January 6th
4: committee. Immediately, I saw that the White House on my Bluetooth was calling and I took the call and was asked by the, I would presume, the operator at the White House if I would hold for the president, which I did. And Mr. Giuliani came on first and niceties, then Mr. Trump, President Trump, then President Trump came on. We initiated a conversation. During that conversation, uh,
3: did... Um, you will ask Mr. Giuliani for proof of these allegations of fraud that he was making.
0: The committee played numerous examples of similar calls Giuliani and others made to prominent figures and lawmakers, including Trump's call to Georgia's top election investigator, Francis Watson. You
4: know, just you have the most important job in the country right now, because if we win Georgia, first of all, if we win, you're going to have two wins to them. Win. So,
0: Committee members said that call, which came after Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, took a surprise trip to try and get into a Cobb County inspection of absentee ballot signatures, was all part of his efforts to overthrow election results before January
3: 6th. The select committee has received text messages indicating that Mark Meadows wanted to send some of the investigators in her office, in the words of one White House aide, a load of POTUS stuff, including coins, actual autographed MAGA hats, etc., White House staff intervened to make sure that didn't happen. It was clear at the time of this call that the former president had his sights set on January 6th. Listen to this portion when he told Francis Watson about a very important date. Do you think they will be working after Christmas uh,
4: to keep it going fast? Because, you know, we have that date of the 6th, which is a very important date.
3: That important date, of course, was the joint session of Congress, where Georgia's electoral votes would be counted for Joe Biden. Secretary
0: of State Brad Raffensperger and his top deputy Gabriel Sterling also testified at this week's hearing and provided stark testimony about Trump's baseless claims and the real-world negative impacts of the lies. For starters, Raffensperger said one reason Trump lost is that he was just not as popular as other Republicans.
4: I've been traveling through the state of Georgia for a year now and uh, simply put, in a nutshell, what happened in fall of 2020 is that 28,000 Georgians skipped a presidential race, and yet they voted down-ballot in other races. And the Republican congressman ended up getting 33,000 more votes than President Trump. And that's why President Trump came up short.
0: The committee played several excerpts of Trump's unprecedented call to Raffensperger, asking the mild-mannered engineer to respond to false claims. Were there thousands of dead people that voted?
4: Uh, no, it's not accurate. And actually in their lawsuits, they allege 10,315 dead people. Uh, we found two dead people when I wrote my letter to Congress. That's dated January 6th. And subsequent to that, we found two more. That's one, two, three, four people, not 4,000, but just a total of four, not 10,000, not 5,000. Could
0: Raffensberger have recalculated the votes like Trump asked him to?
4: The numbers were the numbers, and we could not recalculate because we had made sure that we had checked every single allegation and we had many investigations we had nearly 300 from the 2020 election
0: and that request to find votes
4: what i knew is that we didn't have any votes to find we had continued to look Uh, we investigated like i just shared the numbers with you there were no votes to find that was an accurate count that had been certified
0: In an earlier hearing, former U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Georgia, B.J. Pack, detailed his efforts to chase down conspiracies about the election in the days leading up to January 6th. Pack resigned before then, after learning Trump wanted to fire him because he didn't find any fraud in Georgia's election because there was no evidence. We found that the suitcase full of ballots, the alleged black suitcase that was being seen pulled from under the table was actually an an official lockbox where um, ballots were kept safe. That mention of a suitcase of ballots is central to one of the most pervasive false claims about Georgia's election and one of the most heart-wrenching portions of testimony about the aftermath of the election.
4: Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info.
2: So what I loved most um, about my job were the older voters, um... Younger people could usually do everything from their phone or go online, but the older voters like to call. They like to talk to you. They like to get my card. They like to know that every election I'm here.
0: Shea Moss was an election worker in Fulton County who loved her job. Her only sin was working on election night and being seen in a surveillance video counting ballots along with her mother, Ruby Freeman. To those who know elections and who read fact checks, debunking statements from Georgia officials and others, the video showed people doing normal election things. But to Trump and his allies and far-right media outlets, it was evidence of how the election was stolen.
3: Your proud service as an election worker took a dramatic turn on the day that Rudy Giuliani publicized a video of you and your mother counting ballots on election night. President Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and others claimed on the basis of this video that you and your mother were somehow involved in a plot to kick out observers, bring suitcases of false ballots for Biden into the arena, and then run them through the machines multiple times. None of that was true, was it?
0: None of it. The result of those lies from Giuliani was racist harassment against the black women, threats that resulted in them leaving their jobs and, briefly, their homes.
4: Tape earlier in the day of Ruby Freeman and Shea freeman Morris and one other gentleman quite obviously surreptitiously passing around USB ports as if they're vials of heroin or cocaine.
0: People sent vile text messages and Facebook messages calling for them to be killed or jailed but none of it was true. And those USB ports Giuliani accused them of moving like drugs?
3: Uh, What was your mom actually handing you on that video? A ginger
1: mint.
0: Moss, who received a JFK Profile and Courage Award this year, was devastated.
2: I felt horrible. I felt like it was all my fault, like, If I would have never decided to be an elections worker, like, I could have done anything else, but that's what I decided to do and now people are lying and spreading rumors and lies and attacking my mom.
0: I encourage you to listen to the full hearing and full testimony of Moss and Freeman. It's hard to listen to their anguish caused by lies so easily disproven but so easily believed. For weeks, reporters, the Secretary of State's office, local elections officials, and others tried to let the truth be known far and wide. Gabriel Sterling testified just how hard it was to get through.
4: For
3: lack of a better word, it was frustrating. But oftentimes I felt our information was getting out, but that there was a reticence of people who needed to believe it to believe it because the President of the United States, whom many looked up to and respected, was telling them it wasn't true, despite the facts. And I have characterized at one point, it was kind of like a shovel trying to empty the ocean.
0: Within that ocean, there are plenty who still believe the lie that 2020 was stolen and believe claims about Georgia's voting that were never close to being true. And in the same ocean are people like Ruby Freeman, one of many people whose life was turned upside down by false claims put forth by one of the most powerful people on the planet.
1: Do you know how it feels to have the president of the United States to target you? The president of the United States is supposed to represent every American. Not to target one. But he targeted me, Lady Ruby. A small business owner, a mother, a proud American citizen who stand up to help Fulton County run an election in the middle of the pandemic.
0: Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff previewed the hearing with a warning and a prayer that 2020 does not repeat itself ever again.
3: You will hear what they experienced when the most powerful man in the world, the President of the United States, sought to cling to power after being voted out of office by the American people. The system held, but barely. And the system held because people of courage, Republicans and Democrats, like the witnesses you will hear today, put their oath to the country and Constitution above any other consideration. They did their jobs as we must do ours.
0: The aftermath of January 6th and Georgia's role will not be over once the final hearing ends. In Fulton County, a grand jury is still hearing from witnesses in a wide-ranging probe to see if Trump and his allies broke several state laws in their failed efforts to overturn the election. And Trump's influence will loom large over Georgia's midterms this November. As a portion of the Republican Party continues to believe these false claims of fraud, will Trump's biggest supporters stay home in the fall? And will candidates who lose do so with grace or with ill intent, casting further doubt on our election system? We'll cover all the developments as they happen. Battleground Ballot Box from Georgia Public Broadcasting is produced by me, Stephen Fowler. Our editor is Josephine Bennett. Our engineer is Jake Cook, and Jesse Neiswanger wrote our theme music. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.